0: Welcome to Natural Kids Health Podcast, hosted by board-certified health practitioner, Fraser Bridgman. Fraser shares how she went from world judo and jujitsu champion to dedicating her life to helping her daughter, Michaela, who was struggling with life-threatening health issues. After helping her daughter get her health back, she has become a world-renowned health coach. Fraser now shares how you can help your own family achieve the health and wellness goals they deserve. Now here's Fraser. Hi, welcome to Natural Kids Health. I am your host, Fraser Bridgman, and I'm super excited about today's topic because I love the topic of exercise. As a judo coach who have coached kids for over 20 years and someone who's just an advocate for exercise and an athlete, of course, it is something that is near and dear to my heart and I love chatting about it and can't wait to kind of go over some things that I hope will inspire you To create habits in your household for your children to have more forms of exercise and physical activity throughout their day to day lives. So, first, I just want to start by giving you some statistics that I thought were rather scary. So, there's only about 24% of children nowadays that actually get in one hour of physical activity a day. To me, that is staggering. That means less than. 25% less than a quarter of children get in one hour of physical activity a day. In fact, most children spend at least on average six to eight hours a day being completely sedentary. That is among small children and older children, adolescents, and teenagers. And it has dramatically increased in recent years. I think that is insane. And there is, along with that, many poor implications that affect our health and our children's health very negatively. So today I just really want to give a lot of words of encouragement about how important it is to increase those numbers in our children's lives before we raise children who grow into adults Who have incredible problems with cardiovascular disease, with diabetes, with cancer, with the risks that come along with obesity, because we are at a time in our lives where we must choose if we go down that path or if we choose to do something about it. So, I just wanna talk about how important regular exercise is and how it can help our kids along with ourselves as adults, how it can help our teenagers improve their quality of life. So first, we're going to talk about the cardiorespiratory system. It helps to strengthen their hearts, their heart muscles. It helps to improve their lung capacities, their respiratory systems. It helps to strengthen their bones and muscles, especially important in the stages where our children are still growing. The more impact a bone takes, the stronger it becomes with calcification. So if you have a child who is never active as a young child, they become weak, brittle, and they don't grow as strong as that they could. So I think it's important that we give our children the best chance at becoming their best possible version of themselves by creating healthy habits and creating daily activity routines and ensuring that they are in that 24% of getting a minimum of 60 minutes of physical activity, preferably more throughout the day. If their children aren't getting this, what happens? If they're in the 75% group that don't get a minimum of 60 minutes or one hour a day of physical activity, this can contribute, and we are seeing it statistically, to weight gain. Childhood obesity is on the rise like never before, and this in itself can lead to a number of health concerns, especially that of childhood diabetes. We have seen epidemic proportions of childhood diabetes becoming a very big thing. Exercise in children has proven to reduce anxiousness and fight depression, by releasing feel-good hormone chemicals in the brain and scientifically proven to be just as effective as antidepressants in clinical trials. So when you think about your beautiful child and you think about, and anxiety is ever so real and much more common in children than it ever used to be. And if I was to be able to say to you, helping them exercise, getting physical regular activity every single day would ensure that they would not have to go on anti-anxiety medications, or at least drastically reduce that those chances. I would hope that you would just take that on board and in your heart to make those changes to help them. Of course, Anxiety is a real thing and depression is a real thing and it has become absolutely so common amongst children and one sure-footed way to help them, at least help them, not take it all away, but most definitely help reduce the amount of it is getting them to physically exercise. I just really thought that point was worth reiterating and I'll probably reiterate it again because I'm very, very passionate about it okay? I think it's very, very sad that we have seen such a rise in childhood suicidal attempts in children on antidepressants, on children on anti-anxiety medications. And there is a very tight correlation, if you see it in studies, with this increase in sedentary lifestyle. So for me, I just I get to see those those statistics and reports, and I just really want to share them with you, hoping that it inspires you to kind of make those changes that will help your children not be part of those numbers. Regular exercise, of course, reduces the risk of your children acquiring unhealthy lifestyles that contribute to early onset of cardiovascular disease, high blood pressure, diabetes, and other adult killers including stroke and cancer when we raise healthy kids it often rolls over into those children becoming healthy adults so if we raise unhealthy children who have unhealthy habits who live very un or sedentary lifestyles with poor diets it is harder for those children in adult life to reverse it, and to change their habits than if they were taught from the beginning. And that's just life. If we are taught something, and and of course, if we are role modeled after our parents to do these things, and we put them into our daily lifestyles, exercise, sport, being active, getting away from the computers and tablets and televisions and video games, and getting out and playing and running around and biking and hiking. Then of course, as adults, we learn and we have learned those habits and we can more easily implement them and continue to implement them into our adult lives so that we as adults then are healthy and happy people who can cope better with stress, who keep the weight off and who sleep better, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So of course, I can't say enough about how important it is to start early, very, very early when your kids are very, very small, just teaching them to be active and to have fun and to run around and to play and to be outside. So please try to implement regular exercise every day into your child's life. Regular physical activity, physical activity improves the cognitive function of children, adolescents and adults in clinical trials. It improves memory and spatial awareness, among other things. So what does this mean? It means that physical activity, meaning exercise, in clinical trial actually improves the function of the human brain. How amazing is that? So if you take a child who has any form of learning difficulty and you implement a good, regular habit of exercise you are giving that child a helpful tool to get a better education. And you'll see it in our school systems now, which I'm glad to see where they're having movement breaks. And I think that they can even do more, but it is an improvement. And I think as parents, we need to be the other people as role models and putting implementing habits into their daily lives of going for walks and making sure that they're not just sat in front of a screen, And not just playing things at a a desk, but that they're actually getting up and moving their bodies so that their brains can retain what they learn and be at the best attention and that they can learn to be the best version of themselves. Exercise is also considered a critical component to, of course, a healthy lifestyle that we've talked about. It protects children from many chronic diseases and it helps to lower their blood pressure. It's very strange If you look statistically at the average blood pressure of a child 10, 20 years ago and the average blood pressure of a child now, it's remarkable that we have allowed ourselves to get to the place where young children have problems with high blood pressure. It is honestly just due to, I don't like to use the word laziness, but it is due to inactivity and physical sedentary lifestyle. So our children just aren't using their bodies. They aren't active like they used to be. And we are allowing it as adults who are raising them. And as a community, we are raising children who are, have become much lazier than previous generations. And that is affecting them and it is doing them no justice It is not serving them greatly at all. Exercise is also proven to increase the quality and quantity of sleep, which in my opinion is one of the most important contributing factors to increasing their learning capacity to increasing their general feelings of well-being allowing them to feel joy and happiness and to be silly and fun if they have a good night's sleep they have a better attitude i don't know about you but I don't like dealing with a child, my child, if she has not had a good night's sleep. She is miserable. She is moodier. She's, it's more difficult and it makes for longer days. So of course, I think this is an easy one to kind of hit home that exercise is proven to increase the quality of sleep and the quality of sleep. So I think right there in that would be like enough for me to be like, let's get up and exercise. Let's go for a hike together because I want you to have a good night's sleep because I want to have a good day tomorrow. So a good night's sleep tonight contributes to a good day tomorrow and exercise right now will contribute to a good night's sleep. So you see how the cycle goes around and around. If you get a good night's sleep, It also decreases levels of anxiety disorders and diagnosed depression. So sleep is something that we're going to talk about more in depth next week in next week's show about the importance of a sleep routine and how you can improve your child's quality and quantity of sleep and just how important it is in raising children. So more about that, of course, next week. Please uh, tune in. When a child or any human being, of course, exercises, what happens to their body? Why is it so important? Well, first of all, their breathing rate will increase, and this improves the body's ability to take on more oxygen and circulate it through the body. The heart begins to beat faster, and it promotes the heart muscles to strengthen. And I associate this just like when a person goes to the gym and they're pumping iron, they're building up their biceps to look good, or they're building up their leg muscles They work it so that they have strong muscles. Well, it's the same. If you get your heartbeat going faster and faster, it, again, strengthens it. And the more efficient your heart works, the healthier you become. So I think that's just kind of a simple way of looking at it. So what else happens within the body? Well, your child's body, the body temperature will rise. It will begin to increase, and that will cause your child or whoever's exercising to perspire. They're going to get sweaty. And some people are like, oh, gross, like sweat, gross. No, no. Sweat is a great thing. Perspiration is a great thing. That is the body's way of detoxifying. And here's just an interesting, fun fact of the day. Before you leave your house, they say you have come in contact with at least 120 man-made chemicals isn't that insane? So if your body is designed to get rid of toxins by detoxification through sweating, sweating is a marvelous thing. Because if you don't get rid of the toxins, those toxins are stored up within your body and can accumulate over years and years, which then can contribute To a whole host of diseases and we are going to go into this facts later uh, next week as well. So next week's topic will be on sleep and on toxins. So exercise causes you to perspire, to sweat, and that is a critical way of detoxifying the body and getting rid of the chemicals and the toxins that we come in contact with each and every day. We cannot avoid toxic chemicals in our society. It is impossible at this stage. And we are surrounded. There's something like 176,000 man-made chemicals now in the world. And I'm telling you, before you even leave your house in the morning, you've come in contact with 120. Trust me, I would be wanting to sweat every single day to get those out of my system. And I would want the same for my child. And I think you should want the same for your child. So that's an easy way to stay on top of it. Because living in this toxic world, we're going to have to do everything we can to keep our systems healthy and from being burdened down by toxic overload of these chemicals without question. There's also been significant increase in years in years, like we talked about, sedentary lifestyles starting in very early childhood. With the increase of technology at very young ages, I see babies now holding iPads, and we are all in this boat together. It's sometimes just, we just really want our little kid to be self-efficient for a moment so we can return an email, so we can do our hair, so we can have a hot cup of coffee. I mean, raising kids is hard work. It's hard and it's exhausting, and we've been given these technological tools to kind of help us but at the same time then we're creating a habit of those kids learning to self-soothe yeah later in life and then so what is a very proven way to help balance this out is to obviously make sure that screen time is balanced out with physical activity it's just it is very very proven and if kids can just have their tablets as long as they possibly want, then they're obviously going to choose that over physical activity. And that's where parenting becomes an important thing in building these habits where you have to kind of allow them to have this amount of screen time with, but yet then they have to do this exact amount of physical activity, teaching them the art of balance, which really at the end of the day is an art in itself, but is a big way to make sure that you are healthy and actually happy. So over the years, we've seen this rise, the statistics rise up in the rates of childhood obesity, like we said, and highly correlated with the risk of numerous health conditions that greatly reduce a child's quality of life and then contributes to many things. And some of them, which we haven't talked about, is included as self-esteem and poor self-confidence. So if you have a child who has not been taught the habits of exercise, and probably also then have poor diets, they have easily gain weight. I mean, if someone who is just sitting around all day, um, not doing anything active, is definitely going to be more prone to being overweight. And that's why we're seeing kids actually being diagnosed with childhood obesity. But along comes with it is very, very poor self esteem, and very, very poor self confidence. These children have a harder time than making friends. And then it becomes a vicious circle of the anxiety and the depression and just generally not having a good outlook on life, and I know would never want my child to have to overcome that on top of all the other hard things in life. Because life can be hard, and life can be tough, and school can be tough, and there's all these stresses that even children experience. So, like, I would definitely want to minimize those exposures to difficulties by ensuring that my child exercises and eats well, so that they are healthy and happy, and that in itself will make them feel good about themselves and help them to make good friendships and to get out there and to be ambitious and have a good quality of life. So what are some ways to improve your child's activity level? Well, the first thing they say is that you need to talk to them, talk to them straight up about the importance of regularly moving their bodies. So just like if you don't know and understand exactly why exercise is so important and you don't understand, like, what is the actual health implications of not being physically active, then it's harder to kind of build in the routine. But once you have the knowledge and the wisdom and fully understanding, oh, wow, now I understand that if we don't get active regularly, that contributes to this and this disease in the future and makes us more of a candidate for this health problem or these symptoms then your children also should be educated on these things. So number one thing is talk to your children and explain these things to them. And then, of course, pick exercise and activities that they find fun. It is more difficult to talk a child into doing something that is really boring or something that they absolutely loathe. So make it part of the discussion of what kind of activities they would think are fun and start with those, building it into the routine. Choosing activities that also, of course, the child has interest in, but also that is at the child's level. So for off example, like if you have a four-year-old that you're trying to build activity levels with, you're probably not going to sign them maybe up right away for downhill skiing. I don't know. That's just a guess I have. (laughs) But putting them in something that they can be successful at. So of course, giving them an easy win, something that they can go in and they're at an if it's a a sport that they're with kids the same age and the same level so that they can feel like they are involved in having fun, not at the back of the pack. So I just, you want to set them up for success in activity as well as everything in life, of course, but all physical activity is no different. So of course, picking activities that are age and developmental appropriateness. Don't pick activities that set your child up for failure. If your child has never run a day in his life, maybe let's not set him up for a 1200 mile club, something like that. Okay, again, really planning and helping them help you pick what they feel that they would be most successful at at the beginning, because exercise builds upon one thing. So if they become more active, they will get physically more fit and then the next level of activity will become easier to achieve so let's not start with the olympics let's start with getting them walking around the block biking to the park each day something like that and then working your way up to whatever maybe a sport that they would like Course, for me, I'm always gonna say, get your child into martial arts. (laughs) I have obviously over 30 years background in judo. That is my passion and my love, but I've also coached so so many kids, and it has such a rounded developmental system. So balance and strength and flexibility, coordination, eye-hand coordination, and also self-discipline. So, like if there's just so much roundedness to it, they can start at a very young age. And I also think that there's a lot of positivities in things like gymnastics, of course, the same attributes are in it. So just finding well-rounded sports and then starting them at the level of what their peers is highly recommended. So the next thing that I would say to make them successful is to plan ahead. Don't leave daily activity to chance, but rather plan for success. I say the same thing about diet. Don't just hope that you make healthy choices tomorrow or that your child chooses fruit over the chips that are in the cupboard, but you actually have to plan for success. So just like you plan everything in your agenda every day, we all have agendas that are maxed out somewhere in that list of the daily thing. Maybe it's after dinner every day. You're like the family goes for a bike ride. Every day we go for a 30 minute bike. We're going to bike to the park. You're going to play on the park depending on the age level of course. For 20 minutes and then we're going to bike home and that is what we do from 5 30 till 6 30 at night you have to plan it in or maybe it's a organized sport and it's every monday and thursday night for that that monday and thursday every night is seven to eight you go to jujitsu practice so really you have to schedule it in for success if you don't plan for success you plan for failure as they say and i really believe that and i think the more you can Plan things like healthy diet and and daily exercise, the more successful you and your children and your family will be. Be a good role model. So like if you want your kids to learn the importance of adding daily activity and physical activity into your life, it's going to be most successful if you also build that into your routine. So if you're a very sedentary parent, you're teaching your child to be a very sedentary child. So if you can maybe be involved with them going for the bike ride or walks after dinner as a family and showing them how important it is for you and that you believe it's important for you to be the best form of yourself, you're teaching your child the same together. You can add it into your routines and this has shown that it is much more successful long-term for both you and your child keeping it into their routine going forward. Another great way is to get outside into nature. So get outside and explore nature. There's so many health benefits with being outside in nature over doing an exercise, let's say in the gymnasium. Of course, that's a wonderful thing. But again, like I said, going to the park, but hiking in nature trails and, and things like that, going swimming in a lake if it's warm enough out, so you're getting your vitamin D and you're getting clean air. Again, we go back to those toxicities in our air, the more you can get away from the insides of buildings that have these toxicities. Getting out into nature where it actually helps you clear out your system is super great for you to do. Of course, we talked about being involved. Be involved in what they choose. If they choose baseball, if they choose soccer, if they choose running in circles with their friends at the park every day, as long as they're being active and they're having fun, show that you are interested, show that you are happy that they're doing it. Again, being involved, but also just really being their biggest cheerleader and helping them be feel encouraged that the progress that they are making in their physical activity is wonderful. And of course, just play with your children, get out there and play, mentioned it already, but hiking, biking, swimming, going to the park, just finding activities that you can enjoy together that will really help them initially get into the mindset of this is fun, exercise is not bad, it is not boring, it is enjoyable. And afterwards, I feel good, I feel happier, I feel healthier, I feel smarter, I'm sleeping better. And you can see the pattern of how you feel better, they feel better, and then everyone is healthier and happier, and therefore the better version of themselves. So that leaves us with the long list of endless activities they can do. Of course, I will leave it with you with this. I always recommend trying martial arts, which is well rounded, like I said. If you have any questions about martial arts or any physical activity and exercise for kids, Please feel free to leave a comment below or get a hold of me, message me, or or of course, book a free 20-minute consultation. I could talk about it endlessly, and I would love to help you find something that is the right fit for you and your kids and your whole family. It's been a pleasure, and I hope to see you next week. Have a great weekend. We'd love for you to continue listening on your journey to developing happy, healthy kids. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Need one-on-one guidance for your family? Schedule a free consultation with Fraser at FraserBridgman.com, and we'll be thrilled to work with you. Again, that's FraserBridgman.com. Thanks for listening to Natural Kids Health with Fraser Bridgeman.